0: 930- one 4567 or by emailing your questions or comments from collegeview.com. We hope you'll take out your Bibles and study along with us as we begin an exciting study of God's Word on this edition of the Virtual Bible Study.
1: We welcome you into the Virtual Bible Study for Thursday, February 7th, 2013. My name is Jacob Gwynn. My father, Greg Gwynn, is to my right, your left. Hello, Dad. Thank you good to be with you tonight good to be with you as well and we're looking forward to your participation at 877-381-4567 questions at collegeview.com and in the chat room to the right of your video window if you're watching us live on the program tonight if you're not watching us live and you'd like to comment we welcome your comments anytime questions at collegeview.com you're listening to us via pod the podcast file and if you've never been to our website the address is thevirtualbiblestudy.com check us out there well, that, uh an important subject tonight, one that's not talked about enough, probably.
2: Yeah, uh, we want to talk about the, the moral evil of pornography. And I'm kind of surprised, Jacob, that we haven't talked more about this through the course of time with the Virtual Bible Study. We had one program uh, five years ago. it been five years? Yeah, when we talk, and that's the only one. Yeah. Seven and a half years of the Virtual okay. Bible Study. We've only talked about this subject once, and I think that's probably an oversight because it is a huge, yes, huge problem. Okay. I, I, we're going to talk about pornography. I dug up some statistics. Uh, the statistics come from the nationalcoalition.org, the top10reviews.com, Reuters News Service, so several sources. I mean, there's just an abundance of statistics on the Internet similar to these. Okay. But this will just give you an idea of how big this problem is. All right. um, in the year 2006, of course, that's a good long while back,
1: that's uh, almost we're going on thir- 7 years yeah. now when that
2: was global revenue for pornography industry was 97.6 billion dollars over Billions hundred, so now about. now it's over obviously over 100 billion dollars a year in the uh, is the gro- uh, the revenue in the pornography industry wow <coughs> wow porn revenue is larger than the combined revenues of Microsoft Google Amazon eBay Yahoo Apple Netflix and Earthlink mm. So you take all those big companies. We've heard of all of those, and you combine all of their revenues, and it doesn't it doesn't match what's being made in the pornography industry.
1: You know, there's only seven billion people on Earth. It's almost a hundred billion. Wow.
2: So that means that every person on over, Earth, over, average, over ten dollars. is spending over ten dollars, on on. No, that's pornography. not right. I mean, that's not right. But that, if you average it out. Yeah, obviously, there's lots. There's not spending any. So some right. are spending a lot. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, the U.S. is responsible for 13.3 billion of the re- industry's revenue, so about 15 percent of global uh, uh, spending on pornography comes from the U.S.
1: How much? 13. About 15% 15 percent, okay.
2: thereabouts. <clears throat> there are 420 million porn websites. 420 million. 89 mm. percent of those are U.S. based. Mm-hmm. Uh, Forty million U.S. adults visit porn sites regularly. Mm. Pretty amazing because there's like 300 million people in the United States, so more than one in ten are viewing porn sites on a regular basis. Uh, The largest consumer of Internet porn are adults aged 35 through 44. Mm. Uh, Five out of ten men who who identify as Christians are also identified as addicted to pornography. How many? Five out of ten. Half. Half of men who identify themselves as Christians also acknowledge an addiction to
3: pornography.
2: Mm. Mm. 20% of men admit to accessing porn sites at work. Mm. Now, we think, when we think of pornography, I think we typically think of it as a man problem. Mm-hmm. But women are also addicted. One out of six women struggle with pornography. 13% of women admit to accessing porn sites at work. 28% of visitors to porn sites are women. Wow. Children. The average age of first pornography exposure with boys is as early as age 10. The average age of first internet pornography exposure is 11 years old. Mm. You know, I think there are probably a lot of parents, probably a lot of Christian parents out there who have kids in the 10, 11, 12, 13 year age
3: right. bracket
2: right. who are thinking this is not a problem yet. Yeah. It's a problem. Huge. Wake up, be aware. 90% of eight. Ten, eight to 16-year-olds have viewed, viewed porn online. So if you took all all kids between the years of eight and 16 years old, nine out of ten of them have seen porn on the Internet. Mm. It's a big, huge problem. Huge I mean, problem. Uh, anybody who says it, it, that it's not an issue and we don't really need to be concerned about it, they just got their head stuck in the sand. That's all, all right. we can say. All right. right. So let's get concerned about it tonight. All right. So we're going to talk about pornography tonight. Um And to our update list earlier today, I sent out these questions. Always remind you, if you're not getting these updates, you can send us a message to questions at collegeview.com, and we'll put you, just say, put me on the list, and we'll do that. We send out hundreds, uh, we've got hundreds of people on our update list who get these emails weekly, and uh, it'll give you an idea of what we're going to talk about and and give you some questions for consideration. We we begin accepting feedback. In fact, we like to get early feedback, so... Mm -hmm. During the day on Thursday, if you've got time, you can give us some feedback, or you can give us feedback right now, either by email or a phone call or uh, in the chat room. Uh, but here are the questions we sent out earlier today. Number one, what's the proper definition of pornography? Mm-hmm. I suppose if we're going to talk about the subject, we've got to make sure we've got it properly identified. Okay. Number two, what are some of the common forms of pornography which may confront us? In other words, mm-hmm. in, in my daily walk, where am I going to run into this Okay. Uh, and, and be tempted. Right. right. Number three, what are some of the devastating effects of pornography? Number four, what is evil or sinful about pornography? Give us some Bible verses to establish this as an evil, sinful thing.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And number five, which may be the most important part of our discussion tonight, what can we do to guard against the dangers of pornography in our per- in our personal lives, with our families, and among fellow Christians? All right, we want to hear your thoughts tonight uh eight
1: seven seven three eight one four five six seven Let your fingers do the walking at, in the chat room tonight and uh, let 's hear your your comments there or uh, send us an email to questions at collegeview dot com Got some responses to uh, to your question, and Patrick is in the chat room, Patrick. Uh, says that he studied this, uh, discussed it in his men's group at church last night. So he's ready
2: to go. He's up, he's to, up go. to speed. He, he is, is
1: ready to go. All right. Uh, he got a little bit of a head start on us. He says uh, that, strictly speaking, pornography is a visual disp- uh, depiction of sexual activity. This strict definition would not encompass such things as erotic literature, definition, or just, uh, depictions of nudity in a non-sexual context, or various forms of immodest attire or behavior. Such things, especially erotic literature, can be a de facto form of pornography and thus present the same uh, sorts of issues as pornography in the proper sense, but they not necessarily be pornography in the proper sense or the strict sense maybe. And so I guess it depends on, uh, according to Patrick, how you want to define. Yeah, I
2: think think there's going to be some variance of, of definition. I've got a definition from the American Heritage Dictionary. Which says sexually explicit pictures, writing, or other material whose primary purpose is to cause sexual arousal. Okay. Um, this word is from the Greek word pornographia, which literally means the writing about or drawings of harlots. Oh. And of course, you may recognize pornographia. The the new there's a New Testament Greek word that we know pretty well. Na- Pornia, mm-hmm. which is fornication, has the same root in okay. the Greek. It has the same root. The same root for porno, uh, pornography is is that root word from which porno, uh fornication comes.
1: Okay. Uh, All right. So th- so that definition would give the uh, that would be inclusive of the of the things that wouldn't be non
2: visual. Right. Okay. Right. And let me let me give you a definition from Wikipedia. Pornography may use any of a variety of media, written and spoken text, photos, sculpture, drawings, moving images, including animation. Pornographic films combine moving images, spoken erotic text, and or erotic sounds. Magazines often combine photos and written text. Novels and short stories provide written text, sometimes with illustrations. In addition to media, a live performance may also be called pornographic. Notably, all of the above may be found on the Internet. Mm. And that's Wikipedia. Wikipedia.
1: Okay, there you go. (laughs) Uh, and, uh, uh, Chris in the UK, uh, don't see Chris in the chat room tonight, but, uh, we're glad for his response. He says pornography deals with photography or moving images and or illicit, illicit paintings and or cartoons that are designed to arouse sexual passions in the viewer.
2: Okay. Thank
1: you, Chris, for that.
2: And, and I think that that's what we, I think both what Patrick said and, and what Chris has said is what we typically think of as pornography. In other words, some image, some visual image that might be used to, to stimulate these thoughts. But I think the proper definition would also – I think actually the the root word, the Greek word from which we get pornography, you said pornographia, pornographia, that's to write. That's the word for writing. That's
1: what Patrick has said in the chat room.
2: Yeah, so uh, it, it would include written things
3: well
1: Okay, and Ramona in Texas responds with just one verse tonight. Uh, she references First John chapter two verse sixteen. For all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh and the desires of the eyes and the pride of life, is not from the Father, but is from the world. Thank you for that, Ramona. And I think that uh, we see that uh, from the definitions you've given and comparing it with that verse, that it would be condemned by God's work.
2: So think about this. Obviously, I mean, I think everybody would understand to look at. Illicit photographs, mm-hmm. you know, uh, would be pornography. Mm-hmm. I think that's what we maybe most typically think. Of. Or to look at uh, an R or X-rated or mm-hmm. uh, movie, mm-hmm. you know, would be we would think porn- pornography. But this is saying, if you're reading a novel that's that contains right. uh, evil stuff in it. If it makes you think this, if it provokes these thoughts in you, it's pornographic. That's a pornographic writing. But Uh, it
1: could get even. It could get very broad here because you could get down to uh, a television commercial or a television program.
2: Sure. Or you could get into it. You could get just just hearing spoken words Mm -hmm. on the radio could be considered pornographic if it was if it was to if it was to evoke these kind of feelings in you if that was the purpose of Mm -hmm. it. I think by definition it would fit, fit under the broad umbrella. Broad umbrella. Of, which, of, let's, let's be broad, broad tonight. We don't yeah, have to be narrow. Yeah, that's right. We, we, we want to. Broad minded. We're trying to guard ourselves against all right. of the evil. So we yeah. want this definition to cover everything that, that, that would be evil about right. the, the whole general what about, topic. What, what about
1: music if you're
2: going to go that far? I think music definitely, certainly music videos, certainly okay. All right. would be included All right. as pornographic.
1: alright eight one four five six seven. Let us know your thoughts. Uh, if you're not signed in the chat room tonight, it's very simple. Follow the instructions at the bottom of the chat window. You can si- join in with other listeners there tonight. We'd like to hear your thoughts.
2: All right. So that, that's, that's maybe the easy part of our discussion. Mm-hmm. We want to properly define pornography. The second question we ask what are some of the common forms of pornography which may confront us? Mm-hmm. What do you think are some of the things that we got to we, we got to be aware that it's there in that in that category or it's in that it's in that area if we're if we're anywhere close to this particular kind of media or whatever, we've got to be aware that we could be exposed to pornography. What are some of those?
3: All
1: right, uh, Patrick, in, uh, and he's in Alabama, around Birmingham, I believe. Although pornographic magazines are still available, the obvious and most rampant form today is pornography available on the Internet in the form of photographs and videos. I would also mention, as I did above, that erotic literature in particular is very closely related to visual pornography. It simply stimulates the user through the imagination rather than visually. Not only is erotic literature popular on the internet, but it is very common in bookstores and even in everyday locations such as gro- grocery stores drug stores or dollar stores because it is non visual is genuinely seen as far more acceptable than <coughs> visual forms of pornography, even so it can have the same deterior- uh deliter- deleterious effects. De- deleterious deleterious and is popular uh, particularly popular
2: among women i i think I think patrick is right there on that that You know, I think a lot of people would think if they're just reading a book, even though it's a dirty book, you know, maybe it would be called a dirty book. Right. It's not pornography. A steamy book. That's that's not pornography. You know, at least that's what a lot of people think. But by definition, it is.
1: Okay. All right. And uh,
2: And by the way, just just to throw out a Bible verse, you know, when passages like Philippians chapter 4... Tell us to think on things which are pure and right. You remember that famous verse, yeah. Philippians 4, verse 8. Finally, brethren, sins. whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, mm-hmm. whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report. If there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. Mm-hmm. The, those are the things we're supposed to be thinking about. And I don't think that we can justify, you know, thinking about an evil novel, a, 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 a dirty book. Book, even though there's no visual pictures there to look at it's still a violation of that bible principle all right uh, look
1: let us know your thoughts and quickly before the break chris in the uk he uh, took a little bit different uh, take on this he said i will assume from us that you're referring to people who are not seeking am, it out i am i am so that so my list reflects that and so he, here's what he says magazines billboard advertisements or as they would say in uh, bread billboard adverts music videos hollywood films TV adverts, TV reality shows, sports entertainment, and seaside sports uh, postcards.
2: And so I will say to, to uh, Chris, as they would say in the UK, "Spot on, uh-huh. spot on." That's hey. exactly yeah. that's exactly the kind of thing that I w- had in mind. I mean, anybody can find it if you go looking for it. Well, yeah, I mean, right. you know, you, I, I wish people would sometimes think about that. You know, so they st- You know, they know they shouldn't be doing it, but they're doing. They're accessing a the little bad stuff on the internet. You're not doing anything special there. Any dummy can do that. There's nothing special about being able to find a porn site on the internet for crying out loud. Yeah. I mean, you're not you're not showing any great talent. And anybody can do that. But I think uh, what we really want to do, and I think Chris has keyed in on this. Understand that those of us who are not seeking to see that sort of stuff are still in danger of being confronted with it, mm-hmm. and we got to be on guard. And so magazines, billboards, music videos, Hollywood films, television and television reality shows, the advertising on television, sports entertainment, because on the sports entertainment they're going to have ads. They're almost, they're almost always uh, going yeah. to show yeah. things that we don't yeah. want to see, seaside postcards, so forth. Exactly, right on, spot on,
1: Chris. Thank you, Chris, for your response. We need to take a break, and we'll get your thoughts on the other side. We're talking about pornography tonight, and when we get back from the break, we need to talk about some of the devastating fa- effects of uh, pornography, or as uh, Patrick said, the, what, the deleterious effect?
3: Deleterious, yeah. yeah the deleterious. You learned a
1: word? You learned a I word did today. learn a word today. I almost, almost got stuck coming out, but I got it out. Hey, uh, we want to hear your thoughts. Don't go anywhere. The Virtual Bible Study will continue right after this.
0: You won't want to miss what we talk about next. The discussion continues
1: right after these important messages. Tonight on Channel 8 WSIN, it's TV like you've never seen it before. Starting at 8, it's TV's funniest new comedy, Fornication in the City, and Marie has been misbehaving again.
3: Guess what? I just cheated on my husband. He doesn't even know about it. (laughs) And
1: then at 8.30, it's the show that's setting the standard... You won't want to miss this week's I Love This World, where Bob makes a great announcement. Well, I think it's time you knew the truth. I'm gay. (laughs) And at 9 o'clock, it's the show that television magazine has called the number one drama for murder and violence. You won't want to miss this week's In Cold Blood to see who will be the next to be gunned down. It all starts tonight at 8 o'clock on Channel 8 WSIN.
2: I'm Greg Gwyn, reminding you that sin is a terrible thing and that those who are entertained by watching others' sin fall under the condemnation of God that is mentioned in Romans 128. Be careful what you watch on television because in spite of what the devil wants you to think, sin is always sin and it's never funny. Here's some quotes worth pondering. A loving father sent these two messages to his children. First, a moth will fly to a flame and get singed. It will keep going back to the flame until it's killed by it. Try to be smarter than a moth. Love, Dad. Second, he wrote, While our life is our own to live as we choose, the choices we have make a great effect on everyone around us. Often these effects have eternal consequences for ourselves and for those we love most. We can enrich the lives of others or we can destroy them. Therefore, choose wisely and righteously. Love, Dad. Man, wish I'd said that.
0: A streaming Bible study.
1: Why didn't I think of that? Now back to the guys. We're back on the program tonight, and we welcome your comments. As we talk about pornography, 877-381-4567. Maybe you'd rather comment in the chat room tonight. Maybe this is one of those topics where you'd rather do that. We'd like to hear from you in the chat room tonight. And uh, we want to know about some devastating effects. Maybe you know of some of those, and uh, maybe you can share. Let us know your thoughts again at at, uh, the website or on the telephone tonight. We are... uh, Talking about some of the stats earlier, Dad, and uh, just amazing.
2: Uh, get uh, this, you know, we said oops. there are 420 million pornography sites on the internet. Yeah, how many regular sites are there? You don't believe this? Oh. Uh, March 2012, there were 644 million active websites.
1: The so one in one in, or two, two out, out of
2: three. Two out of three. are okay. pornography. Is that mm. amazing?
1: It is, and uh, that uh, provides us with uh, great cause for concern. If we're trying that, to do. By the way,
2: that's via Business Insider. The
1: Business Insider there. Hey, yeah, uh, we want to. Do we want to do what's right? And so that uh, poses some great challenges to us. And so we're going to talk about that as we go on the program. How can you we know, avoid you, this evil?
2: You know, one one of the things that Chris uh, had that list of places we might run into the to the uh, pornography. You know, notably missing from his list, I, I think, is just an oversight. The Internet. Well, he had a comma there after his last one. I yeah, think he was going to yeah, add more. he was going to add more. But, I mean, that's one we got to add. I, I, and, and my guess is that that is the biggest offender of all is the Internet. You know, it used to be if a fellow wanted to look at some pornography,
3: mm-hmm.
2: he had to suffer the, the, the danger of going to the store, buying a pornographic magazine, and maybe somebody would see him do it. You know, And, right. he'd, and he'd be embarrassed. So I'm, I'm sure that the shame of that kept some people from doing it. Mm-hmm. Now they think, although it's not true, they think that they can sit at home and in the privacy and, and uh, anonymity of their own room, right. they can view uh, Internet pornography and no one will know. Right. And so that that has really lowered the bar and, and and made it far more tempting for people who can't control themselves to look at such stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and so the Internet is, of course, the huge, huge danger. And the Internet is why we're seeing Internet Porn addiction. I mean, why we're seeing pornography addiction via the internet is is just
1: skyrocketing. All right. Let us know your thoughts again. We want to hear from you. It is an incredible number and a scary statistic, very sobering and uh, very challenging for us. How are we going to remain pure? We'll get to that as we go on in the program. But maybe we need to give ourselves uh, some motivation to avoid it by looking at some of the devastating
2: effects. Yeah. Let's look at these devastating effects. That was question three asked. What are some of the devastating effects of pornography? Uh, Patrick says, I'm sure others will enumerate the same things as the effects are well known. Namely, it corrupts the user's view of reality and the fantasy provided by pornography becomes more attractive than reality. Real relationships take a lot of work, but pornography requires nothing of the user and is virtually always available with practically endless variety and novelty. However, as is the case with all addictions, the user gradually requires more and more stimulation to get the same level of euphoria he once had What began as an occasional peak eventually becomes a habit of staying up into the early morning hours viewing pornography for several hours at a time every day. The type of pornography used also becomes progressively more shocking and disgusting. In the beginning, it might be a few racy images. Eventually, it becomes the filthiest debauchery imaginable. The user progressively believes more and more that other people, particularly those of the opposite sex, are no longer human beings to be loved and respected, but as mere objects or tools to be selfishly used for their own pleasure and convenience. The ability to love and to have a relationship, a healthy relationship, diminishes until it is no longer possible at all. Okay, well said, Patrick. Uh, very scary,
1: Patrick. Thank you for that. Um, and uh, Chris in the UK, porn is a problem. It is a personal problem for many and a cultural problem for all. You may think that you have not been affected by porn, but you have because it is an embedded in the surrounding culture. The staggering size of the pornogra- pornography industry. Its influence upon the media and the acceleration of te- technology, paired with the accessibility, anonymity, and affordability of porn, all contribute to its increasing impact on culture. It's interesting that Patrick says that. Pornography. Is- this is Chris, Chris, Chris. I'm sorry, Chris. Pornography affects you whether you've ever viewed it or not, and it is helpful to understand some of its negative effects whether you're a man or a woman struggling with watching it or simply a mom or a dad with a son or daughter. There's a plethora of research on the detrimental effects of pornography, and I do not think. Uh, what follows are necessarily the necessarily the worst of them, but here are seven negative effects. We got to be a
2: little careful because he uses some some words we probably don't want to say. But I mean, he's very blunt and straightforward. Okay. And, I, I mean, I, I'm not criticizing Chris, but some of this probably we won't want to use some of the same words he uses. Let me just take some of them, Jacob. You take some. Of them. Number okay. one, he says porn contributes to s- uh, social and psychological problems within men. Okay. Anti pornography activist Gail Dines. By the way, I tried to get Gail Dines to interview with us on the. Program. In fact, I contacted several people in the anti-pornography movement, and I couldn't get anybody to agree to talk to us tonight. They're also course,
1: anti-discussing it. I, I guess,
2: guess. But, uh, they were busy. One of the, I think this Gail Dines was at the president's prayer breakfast this morning. Oh, so they did were you st-
1: actually get in touch with Gail?
2: Uh, the office.
1: Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh,
2: anyway, this Gail Dines notes that young men who have become addicted to porno- pornography neglect their schoolwork, spend huge amounts of money they don't have, become isolated from others, and often suffer depression. Mm-hmm. So that's just, uh, he quotes another, William Struthers, Ph.D. in psych- biopsychology at the University of Illinois in Chicago. Uh, men who use porn become controlling, highly introverted, have high anxiety, narcissistic, curious, have low self-esteem, depressed, dissociative, uh, distractible.
1: Okay. So, uh, all right, those are some of the things. All right, uh he, he goes on and uh, says it rewires the male brain as ma- as men fall deeper into the mental habit of fixating on pornographic images, the exposure to them creates natural pathways like a path created in the woods with each successive hiker, so do the n- uh neural paths that uh set the course for the next time an erotic image is viewed. Over time, these nat- uh neural paths have become wider and they're as they are repeatedly traveled with each exposure to pornography, and they become the automatic pathway through which uh, interactions with women are routed. They have unknowingly created a neurological circuit that imprisons their ability to see women rightly as created
2: in God's image. So what he's saying there is it actually reprograms the brain as to how you think about such things. Yeah, amazing. We understand that God gave us certain... Right. sexual desires and gave us a, a means of gratifying those in right. marriage. Right. But he's saying that because of pornography, which by the way is, a, is a, a, a relatively new thing at least at the levels that we're talking about it in, oh, in our yeah. society yeah. today. I mean there's always been erotic images and so forth. And, right. but, but not at the level that we're talking about today. And so men's minds are being reprogrammed and uh, in, in a, an incredibly negative way.
1: Uh, and uh, it sort of reminds you of Romans 1, where God gave them up to the uncleanness. So eventually, it looks like you're going to get to that point where uh, you've uh, destroyed your ability to, to, to think correctly.
3: All right.
2: He goes on to say that pornography increases the problem of self stimulation sexually, which we won't go into in detail. He, he goes on to say it demeans and objectifies women. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says this occurs even with soft core, so, so-called so softcore pornography. And he gives some details, mm-hmm. uh, changes our, our view of, of uh, intimacy, uh, has a numbing effect on reality. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he says, Oh, finally, he says it, it lies about what it means to be a man or a woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, just a lot of it changes. Uh, if I was going to summarize all of that, and Chris gave us a lot there, but if I was going to summarize all that, it changes your thinking process.
3: Yeah.
2: And, and in, a, in a very bad and hurtful way. All right. Uh, I've made a list of some things, Jacob. Um, uh, by the way, Patrick in the chat room says I recommend a three part video series on YouTube called Your Brain on Porn. Uh, it's available at yourbrainonporn.com. Uh, which talks oh I'm sure that that talks about some of these same changes in in the wiring of your brain the way you think by viewing pornography um, I was thinking down a little bit different line and I had a different list that that I, that I put together here um, first of all what what are the devastating effects of pornography first of all it's addictive yep um, and we should be careful about anything you know we, we warn about Taking pills, drinking alcohol, or things that may addict our physical bodies. But this is addictive. By all measure, everyone acknowledges the addictive nature of pornography. So one of the devastating effects is you become addicted. Um, uh, Notice this, the progression of porn addiction. Early exposure. Most people who get addicted to porn start early. They see porn when they are very young, and it gets a foot in the door. You keep coming back to pornography. It becomes a regular part of your life. You look for more graphic pornography. You start using pornography that disgusted you earlier. You become numb to the images you see. Even the most graphic pornography doesn't excite you anymore, desperate to feel the same thrill again, but you can't find it, and then you begin to act out sexually. Mm -hmm. This is a crucial jump, acting out the images that have been seen. Uh, The porn addict moves from the images of porn to the real world with real people in destructive ways. The addiction cycle yes. of pornography is is clearly described there.
3: Okay.
2: Um, it destroys marriages. Um, we, we probably, unfortunately, all have known instances mm-hmm. of situations where pornography caused the breakdown of a marriage. Uh, of course, it, it, by the way, we should comment right there. This is a side note. We could we could delve into that more thoroughly at another time, but I don't think pornography is a grounds for divorce. Right. You now that question comes up from that time. a woman yeah. says, "I I found my husband right. looking at pornography, and I found out in fact he's addicted to pornography, right. and I'm going to divorce him for that. Pornography is not a grounds for divorce. All right. uh, uh, it, it is not uh, it is not the single cause. Matthew nineteen nine identifies. Uh, fornication is the single cause that would justify a, a scriptural divorce, allowing remarriage. Pornography is not fornication. It can lead, certainly lead to fornication. The fornication, by definition, is illicit sexual contact. And pornography is not that illicit sexual contact. It's illicit and it's sexual, but it's not contact therefore would not be a grounds for divorce and remarriage. But by
1: saying that, you're in no we- means uh, minimizing oh, the exactly. terribleness of this sin.
2: It's unacceptable. It's totally unacceptable. And you can imagine how a wife would be devastated to find that her husband has been viewing right. such things and is even addicted to the viewing right. of such right. things and certainly would destroy right. the, the the intimate, close uh, bond that is supposed to exist between a right. husband and a wife. All right. um, Many young people are being ensnared is another Mm -hmm. devastating effect. We talked about how how many uh, are are being taken. And I think it hardens the heart. Mm -hmm. One of the devastating effects, and we talked about that in the pornography cycle, it hardens the heart of people. You know, uh, 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 Hebrews 3.13 talks about the deceitfulness of sin. Mm -hmm. This is a deceitful sin because what it does is, you know, I I, I can hear Mm it. Other people might be addicted. They might not be able to control themselves, but I can look at it and I, I can, I can, tur- you right. know, I can turn it off if I need to. Right. Uh, I can handle it. It's, it's just a distraction to me. It's not an addiction. Uh, and some people are so deluded. I've even, you know, some people are are so deceived by the sin that they, I've I've heard people suggest that it even helps a marriage mm-hmm. to look at pornography. Right. That's craziness. Right. Right. And so those are just some of the devastating effects I had listening All right.
1: We need to take a break. And when we get back, uh, we really need to spend the rest of the time talking about how do we avoid it uh, and uh, what's evil about it and how do we avoid it. And that's going to take uh, – that could take a whole hour, but we've only got about half of the program to go, uh, and we want to hear your thoughts. Uh, any tips that you have, send them in, in the chat room tonight. How do you avoid this sin? Let us know your thoughts. We'll be right back after this. Did you hear what
0: they just said? Call in during this break and let everyone know what you think. The virtual Bible study continues after this announcement.
2: This is Greg Gwynn with this week's Bullet Point. When it comes to sharing the gospel with others, many Christians are like the fellow who attended a seminar on the power of positive thinking. He told his friend as they were leaving the meeting, I'm going to try it, but I don't think it'll do any good. Seems he didn't get the point, right? Too many Christians fail to do their duty to God not because they've been discouraged by previous bad experiences, but because they don't think their efforts will do any good. For these folks, we'd offer two simple suggestions. First, you may truly be surprised at the results that are possible if you'll just try to share the gospel truth with some other person. The New Testament is full of examples of people who were converted to Christ who would not have been considered as likely prospects. The 3,000 believers on Pentecost included folks who had cried out for Jesus' death. Simon the sorcerer in Acts 8 was a religious false teacher, yet he obeyed the gospel. The apostle Paul had been a rabid persecutor against the church, yet he was converted. You say your efforts won't do any good? You just might be surprised if you try. Secondly, always remember that our labors are not measured by the harvest gathered, but by the seed sown. In the parable of the sower in Luke 8, beginning at verse 5, the sower sowed the seed in places where it was likely to grow, and also in places where it likely wouldn't grow. He simply sowed the seed. That's our job, too. Luke 8, verse 11 says the seed is the word of God. And so think positively, Christian. You can share the good news with others. Give it a try. That's this week's bullet point. Think about it. I'm Arthur Haynes
1: from County, Tennessee, and one of my greatest highlights of the week is to listen to the Virtual Bible Study.
0: Broadcasting around the world with truths that are out of this world. The Virtual
1: Bible Study. Take it away, guys. We're back on the program tonight, and we remind you this program is brought to you by the College Church of Christ in Columbia, Tennessee. Find out more about us by visiting our website, thevirtualbiblestudy.com. We welcome you at any of our services. You can find time and location at our website, and if you're curious about the things that are taught, at the College U Church of Christ web uh, podcast, a recent uh, sermon that's been presented here. Find out more information about that at our website, again, thevirtualbiblestudy.com. If you have any questions, we're available anytime, over email or over the phone. Give us a call. Send us an email. We'd love to hear from you. We're talking about uh, pornography on the program tonight, and uh, we've looked at some of the terrible statistics, the, uh, the terrible effects, and uh, what do the Scriptures say?
2: All right. We, we put that question out. I, obviously, you know I, I, when I was looking and uh, at, at anti-pornography organizations and trying to get someone maybe who would interview with us tonight, mm-hmm. unsuccessfully, unfortunately, um, I noticed that a lot of a lot of those sites are not religiously based. Right. You know,
3: That's pe- pe-
2: People it, people in society are realizing that the negative impacts of pornography. Not from a moral or spiritual perspective, but just from a common sense standpoint. Mm, that's interesting. Uh, so maybe they have a they understand some
1: things that religious people don't. Maybe some. Well, you know, but the,
2: but but what we're saying is, if if even non-religious people are seeing the the, the problem, the huge problem that pornography is posing, right. man, those of us who are God fearing people and Bible believers ought to be, you know, alarmed tenfold, hundredfold more than they are okay all right so what is evil or sinful why what does the bible say is wrong with this
1: thing let's go to patrick in birmingham and he's in the chat room tonight if you'd like to chat with him sign in at the bottom of your chat window uh in addition to all that i described in my answer to question number three about the the bad effects he says essentially every biblical passage which speaks of the sinfulness of fornication adultery and covetousness is applicable here Matthew seven verses, uh, Matthew 5, verses 27 through 30. You've all heard it was said, you shall not commit adultery. But I say to you that everyone who looks on, at a woman with lust for her has already committed adultery with her in his heart. If your right eye makes you stumble, tear it out and throw it from you, for it is better for you to lose one part of, the, of your body than for your whole body to be thrown in hell. If your right hand makes you stumble, cut it off and throw it from you, for it is better for you to lose one of your parts of your body than for the whole body to go into hell. Uh, and so he says that this passage applies very well uh to pornography,
2: I think so I think exactly right uh, did you get all of his uh, all right let me get you what chris in the u k said he met, he references also matthew chapter five verses twenty seven to eight which you just said you know looking on a woman to lust after her uh he mentions first corinthians six eighteen flee immorality every sin that a man commits is outside of the body, but the immoral man sins against his own body. Colossians 3, 5, Therefore consider the members of your earthly body as dead to immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire, and greed, which amounts to idolatry. He says, As you can see, the Bible tells us to be sexually pure. This is why Jesus even tells us to guard our minds. Note that he said in Matthew five twenty eight that to even look on a woman lustfully is to commit adultery with her. In viewing pornography, nakedness, and explicit sexual displays, lust is not only given the opportunity to arise, therefore enticing uh, thereby enticing, but most Often lustful passions and thoughts are triggered in the heart and mind. This is obviously sinful, clearly demonstrates that pornography is sinful. Add to this that it of, that oftentimes pornography involves viewing sexual intercourse between unmarried people or homosexuals and lesbian activities. We have a very clear case of it being sinful. Even if the pornography does not involve viewing sexual intercourse between two people, it involves the viewing of naked individuals, which is properly reserved for a husband and a wife. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Patrick, for your thoughts. Now, let me give you some of the some of the verses I had down in okay. my list. You've got some more lasciviousness the what's wrong with pornography is that it is lasciviousness it's not fornication you know we said earlier mm-hmm. fornication involves sexual contact mm-hmm. but lasciviousness is a damning sin as well in galatians 5 beginning verse 19 the works of the flesh are manifest which are these adultery fornication uncleanness lasciviousness and the list mm-hmm. goes on mm-hmm. I think pornography fits under that category of lasciviousness, probably also uncleanness, but it's certainly lasciviousness. Uh, but a problem with that, Jacob, is, is that lasciviousness is a Bible word yeah. that, that we, we never use that word in normal conversation. You no. know, we might talk about adultery or f- even fornication, but lasciviousness. Is that an English word? Yeah, but I mean, what is that? Huh. You know, I think yeah. that's the way most uh, people read that in their Bibles and they just pass right on by it. Yeah. But get a definition of that. Uh, a, a, a Greek lexicon uh, or any any Greek study uh, aid will tell you that lasciviousness is to be given to or expressing lust that which excites sensual desires. Uh-huh. It is specifically what mm-hmm. uh, pornography is. Right. So right. notice that those who are guilty of lasciviousness in Galatians 5... Verse 19 and following, they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Okay, right. Uh, it glorif- uh, furthermore, what what's sinful about it, it glorifies sexual relationship outside of marriage.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, Hebrews 13, 4 says marriage is honorable and all in the bed undefiled, but whoremongers and adulterers God will judge. Mm-hmm. It also causes people to commit adultery in the heart, which our emailers uh, have already yes. mentioned from yes. Matthew 5, 27 and 28. Mm-hmm. And it corrupts the heart and defiles the person. Uh, Mark 7, beginning verse 21, Jesus said, For within, out of the heart, proceed evil thoughts, adulteries, fornications, murders, thefts, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, lasciviousness, an evil eye, blasphemy, pride, foolishness. All of these things come from within and defile the man. And so we become defiled because we allow evil things in our heart, and therefore it is sinful. You know, Jacob, I think a, a verse that uh, should be really important in this discussion about viewing pornography, mm-hmm. the sin of viewing pornography, in the Beatitudes, Matthew 5, verse 8, right. Jesus said, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Yeah. Well, if I'm not pure in heart, because I've been viewing pornography, right. obviously if I'm viewing pornography, I'm not pure in heart, Right. what's going to happen to me? Right. I'm not going to see God. Blessed. Are, who's going to see God? Listen to the pure in heart; they will
1: see and that's not the only verse that makes a similar uh, statement. And uh, if we've got to be pure heart, and being pure heart in the world that we live in today does not happen by accident. Exactly. Uh, that takes work and effort, and we're going to have to be diligent about that. And we simply cannot do anything that would uh, jeopardize us being pure in heart. We've got to we've got to be serious about that.
2: Yeah, and and I think we've got to uh, we've got to take measures that are going to. We're going to talk about this in a minute. You know, what, what measures can we take to protect ourselves? But when we realize that the danger is as great as it is, and that the and, and, and that the potential outcome of it is, we're not going to heaven. Right. Then we
1: got to be alerted. Serious we, about it. You know, you, it's flu season, and a lot of people are very diligent about being pure in health, being pure in their hands, especially.
2: Oh man, we've been using that. Uh, oh, you are you, uh, are uh, you uh, into that hand sanitizer? Yeah. Oh man, we got big bottles. Of yeah, well, and I mean, so, you see people doing that we're all doing, over the we're place. doing more than that too. We're gargling regularly at our house. Yeah, and we're using. Now get this! I didn't know how how far off you guys were. We're using saline nasal spray. That helps you not get the flu. Oh
1: yeah. Oh yeah.
2: Man. And have you gotten a shot? You know, no, gotten, no, 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 no. But no. You're, I don't believe in the flu shot. But, okay, but but I have been taking these other measures. Rather, you're shooting stuff up <laughs> your nose instead, huh? Yeah. Yeah. But. Uh, if that works, but I'm convinced that works. I haven't had the flu. I, I haven't, know, either, but no I haven't of, either, but nothing's gone up my nose. <laughs> you got something earlier this that year. That wasn't you, the flu. Oh, well, it was something okay. bad okay. enough. It was anyway. worse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but your point, obviously, is we take measures to avoid a physical... We want to be pure. We want to be clean. We want to be healthy. We, but but being spiritually healthy and clean is far more
1: important. And, I, you know, some people... You probably, It sounds like you may be one of those people. Are Are you looking at other people to say... I wonder if they're, if they're dreaming. Yeah, well, I do,
2: actually. Yeah, I think, I'm not sure I want to be around that person yeah, today. Oh, look. oh, he just coughed and, and right in his
1: hand. Yeah. yeah,
2: and now i got to shake his
3: hand.
1: But you, so you're walking around sort of on guard.
2: Right, I'm on guard.
1: I'm not wanting to be exposed to the flu. And uh, we're going to have to do the same. Let's take a break, and then we'll take it to the top of the hour after this. What are some ways that we can stay pure in this wicked world that we are in? Two out of every three websites on the Internet are pornographic.
2: Man, that is, I want to tell you, of all the statistics that we looked up tonight, that one's got to be the most staggering statistic of all.
1: And uh, $10 per person on pornography worldwide. On on average. Worldwide. That's including the people who don't even have a computer, wouldn't know what a computer was if it hit them in the face.
2: And don't have $10 if if they wanted to. All right. And so what that says is that a lot of people are spending lots of money on pornography. There are a lot of people who don't have any money to spend on pornography. Those who do have money, a lot of them are spending lots of money.
1: All right. How do we guard against this in our lives? 877-381-4567. Don't go anywhere. The Virtual Bible Study continues right after this.
0: Don't touch that mouse. The Virtual Bible Study will be back right after this.
1: Do you remember a time when no one had ever heard of a church with a family life center or a gymnasium? Can you think back to a time when good brethren would have been outraged to see a church budget overloaded with kitchen equipment and supplies, athletic equipment, and buses to carry kids to amusement parks? Are you concerned because the church you're attending has gotten all wrapped up in things that you know should not even be a part of the work of the church? Would you like to find a congregation that is committed to simply doing Bible things in Bible ways? If so, please visit us soon. Come and see for yourself. Visit us at the College View Church of Christ this Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m.
2: We're tracking the trends on the Virtual Bible Study. Tickets for last year's $640 million Mega Millions Lottery Jackpot, which was at the time the largest in history, those tickets were selling at the rate of $1 million per hour in the 48 hours leading up to the drawing. In 2008, a study found that households with annual incomes less than $13,000 spent an average of 9% of their money on lottery tickets. That information is via the public broadcast system. The Word of God says in Luke 12, verse 15, Take heed and beware of covetousness, for a man's life consisteth not in the abundance of things which he possesseth.
0: Use your Internet connection for something good. Listen to the virtual Bible study every week.
1: Now, back to the program. We're back on the program tonight. We're glad that you're here, and we haven't mentioned it yet, but Jeff is behind the control. Glad that you're here, Jeff, and I appreciate you taking time out of your schedule to come and be with us, and we appreciate you. Are listening to the program tonight as we talk about pornography and uh, the world that we live in is very corrupt. It's it's always been corrupt, but it's especially corrupt right now. Not maybe not any more than it has in the past, but it, maybe it's easier to become corrupted in the world we live in. Yeah. Uh, well, Here's some t- statistics. We
2: may, we may have overstated our case a little, Jake, uh,
1: well, on, on the well, number of well, internet sites. I, I, well, that that's refreshing, but I have some more statistics that may
2: be. Us back. Now. I think what we were talking about earlier were pornographic pages versus
3: pornographic websites. Okay.
2: Porn- the, 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 domains. Yeah, I'm seeing this number, this 420 uh, million, that's pornography web pages, but obviously a, a pornographic website might have multiple pages. Mm-hmm. And so this, is, this statistic I'm seeing here now says that there are 4.2 million pornographic websites, which which constitutes about 12% of total websites. So 12% of, the, of websites are pornographic with 420 million pornographic pages.
1: That makes you feel a little bit better, but these statistics will make you feel worse. According to compiled numbers from respected news and research organizations, this website says every second $3,075.64 is being spent on pornography every second. Every second, uh, twenty-eight thousand two hundred fifty-eight internet users are viewing pornography. How many? Twenty-eight thousand every second. Uh, and uh, every thirty-nine minutes, a new pornographic video is being created in the U.S.
2: Well, obviously, every because time. of that money. I mean, there's money to be made, and evil people will go after that money.
1: And that's, uh, and I think you mentioned this before. The porn- pornography industry has larger revenues than Microsoft, Google, Amazon, eBay, Yahoo, Apple, and Netflix. Combined. Yeah,
2: that's all that Of course, too.
1: Netflix is part of the pornograph- porn- that's pornography industry, but problem. it's probably not in the number. They're probably not
2: Here's a sort of devastating uh, statistic, Jacob. Twenty-five percent of total search engine requests are for pornography. Mm. So mm. one out of four requests that go to search engines are to find something pornographic. All right, let us know your
1: thoughts. How are we going to stay pure from the evil we live in. You mentioned that blessed are the pure in heart; they will see God. We've got to realize how important this is. We talked about that a little bit before the break. Uh, but we've got to be diligent, and just—I yeah, mean, yeah. it, it just uh, uh, just as diligent as you'd be about anything else, about buckling your safety belt, or making sure that you don't run down the stairs with scissors,
2: or that your kids are safe from, right. from danger. Right. Right. You know. So we ask, how how do we guard against the dangers of pornography in our personal lives? With our families and among fellow Christians, so uh, let's see what our emailers have said.
1: All right, and uh, this is from Chris in the UK. Make sure that you have total accountability about what you see or read. There should be no room for secrets in relation to that. Put barriers in place on your computers and smartphones. Let uh, news agents and vendors know that you will not be are not to be sold anything that contains explicit content. Read classification details uh, on some website he's got there. Uh, so you know if films or TV should be avoided.
2: There you go. I okay. think that uh, those are common sense things, okay. right? I like what he said, especially Jacob about accountability.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: In other words, I, 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 we should we should have the computer out in open, right? So that I'm not tempted to look at something while nobody right. can look over my shoulder. You right. know, husbands and wives. It, if you're looking at the internet, do it out there in, in the right. open. If you're right. looking at TV, do it in the open. Right. You know, I, I knew a parent. We'll talk about children in a minute, but I knew a parent who let his let their teenage son have a TV in, in his own room and watch with the door shut. Let's well, just. I'm, I'm sorry to be blunt, but that's just. Well You know, You
3: know, you you
2: we need to be totally accountable. You know, husbands accountable to wives, wives accountable uh, to husbands. Uh, children accountable to their parents and right. you know if we, we need those checks and balances right. I, I need to know that somebody else is looking over my shoulder right that really helps me avoid temptation right
1: okay uh, uh we he goes on you asked the question how do we do it well, that's in our personal lives yeah okay. let's, let's see what
2: patrick says he says in our personal lives, self-discipline is necessary either to stay away from pornography or to break the habit once it has formed if one is married, a supportive spouse is very important. Especially if one is, especially if one is single, it is very important to have someone, someone of the, even of the same gender in whom you can confide and get encouragement. Fasting is helpful in overcoming many types of bad habits, especially those involving bodily desires. Fasting, interesting. That's an yeah. But 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 he he basically is using the idea of accountability there too. That uh, being accountable to someone helps me be self-disciplined. I need ultimately. It is the question of can I discipline myself. Can I keep myself from from looking at that? Yes. And and but I need to do things that that strengthen my self discipline. Yeah. And, and and if I know that you are aware of what I'm doing, then my knowledge that you are looking over my shoulder helps me be more self disciplined. Okay. So right. I, I think those are certainly good ideas.
1: All right. And uh, we also need to cut out whatever is uh, is causing us to stumble. Uh, if uh, if there's something that causes us to sin, get rid of it. Quit playing around with
2: it. Uh, get it out of your life. You know, if you can't control the Internet, in other words, it, I just, if I'm the kind of guy and I just, I, I just keep going back to those sites, you yeah. know, I mean, oh, I know I feel bad about it. I, I feel guilty about it. But it just seems like every day I sneak back in there and I look yep. at some of that same bad stuff. Yeah. You know what would be better? Get rid of it. I, I'd be better off not to have access to the Internet. Right. You know, my life does not depend on being able to look at the Internet, and if I can't control it, this is very much the idea of what Jesus said, you know, it would be better to pluck your eye out or to cut your hand off uh, than than to go to heaven, I mean, than to miss going to heaven. uh, And and we very much need to have that attitude that, you know, I'd be better off. Let me read that again. Jesus said, if thy right eye offend thee, pluck it out and cast it from thee. For it is profitable for thee that one of thy members should perish, not that thy whole body should be cast into hell. And if thy right hand offend thee, cut it off and cast it from thee. For it is profitable for thee that one of thy members should should perish, and not that thy whole body should be cast into hell. Now, by the way, Jesus wasn't teaching their self-mutilation. You know, every once in a while we read those passages. Oh, yeah, wow, yeah, self-mutilation. He's not he's not teaching self-mutilation, but he's teaching the principle. It, it Make the application. Whatever. Whatever it, it, it is. Whatever it takes, whatever it is that might keep me from going to heaven, I should be willing to get rid of it, even to an eye or hand. I mean, I don't think plucking my eye out, I still got another eye, I can still look at evil things with the other eye. Jesus wasn't saying, wasn't attempting to be literal there. He was saying, he was just, he was using uh, uh, hyperbole. Hyperbole, that's what i was saying. That's a big word. Uh, You know, using an extreme to illustrate a point. But let me read this again, Jacob. If your Internet access offends thee, throw it out. Cast it from thee. It is probable for thee that your Internet connection should cease and not that your whole body should be cast in hell. Would that be a fitting application of the principle Jesus said there? Uh, Yes, it would. Absolutely. Or or your TV. You could say the same thing about your TV or anything else that's causing you to stumble. Get rid of it. Right.
1: And this is not the kind of thing that it's okay to stumble with every once a day maybe or... Well, it's okay as if you're just stumbling once a week or once a month. Get it out of your life. Get rid of it. Cut it off. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God.
2: Yeah, you know, uh, we one of the things that we've got to do in regards to this is that we should never think that we're above it. That it's not a danger to us. Right. First Corinthians ten twelve. Wherefore, let him that thinketh he standeth take heed lest he fall. If if you if you are so. Uh, self-confident that you don't think you have a, 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 any measure of capacity to be tempted, then you really are in a dangerous okay. spot.
3: do right.
2: do that.
1: I like Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23, a passage that we're all familiar with. Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. It tells us the importance of keeping our heart with all diligence. The following verses go on and tell us how to do that. Verse 24, put away from thee the, a froward mouth, and perverse lips put far from thee. Uh, get these evil things and evil people away from you. And notice verse 25. Let the eyes look right on, and thy eyelids look straight before thee. Ponder the path of thy feet, and let all thy ways be established. Turn not to the right hand, nor to the left. Remove thy foot from evil. Be careful. Be on guard. Be diligent. Everything that you look at, make sure that you're not allowing yourself to wander in areas where you could be tempted.
2: Okay, good. Well okay. said. Um, you know one thing don't develop a defeated attitude about this you you can succeed first mm-hmm. corinthians ten thirteen: there is no temptation not even pornography temptation there's no temptation taking you but such as is common to man but god is faithful who will not suffer you to be tempted above that you're able but will with the temptation also make a way to escape that you may be able to bear mm-hmm. there's a way of escape but you've mm-hmm. got to look for it okay. and it can be done okay and then along the lines of the accountability that both Patrick and Chris mentioned, I think if I was going to give a verse for that kind of accountability, James five sixteen, confess your faults one to another and pray one for another that you may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. If I've got this problem, I need to confess it right. to others. Because that opens up this accountability avenue, right. and it will be very helpful. All right. And pray. All right. All right, and uh, Jeff's behind the controls.
1: Jeff has uh, responded. Jeff, uh, you said if it's a problem for an individual, God is merciful and promises to forgive. We confess our sins to him. He is. And we need to realize that he is willing to forgive us. And he is willing to do as uh, I believe it was David who expressed it in Psalm 55, verse 10, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. God can do that, and he is willing to do that if we seek his forgiveness. Yeah, it's like any desire. sin,
2: and I think Jeff's right. I mean, it's it's a sin. But it's it's a sin that can be forgiven, and it's a sin that can be overcome, but you can't continue in it. Yep. And so you're going to have to develop the self-discipline yep. by various means to get yourself out of that sinful conduct. Okay. Um, I think an important part of our question, Jacob, we ask, what we can, can we do to guard our family? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had from Patrick, he, he said, parents must teach their kids chastity. This has to be more than just teaching them to say no to sex and pornography. It must include teaching them a complete perspective on the goodness of God's gift of sexuality and its purpose. Parents should also be vigilant about keeping their kids away from temptation. Keep TVs and computers out of their bedrooms. Amen, Patrick. TVs and computers should be in a central location in the homes that no one, especially children, can use them in seclusion, becoming a bit tech-savvy and using Internet filtering software or using a family-friendly Internet provider is important for the computer, and making use of parental locking features on the TV or other electronic devices can go a long way, too. And I, think that's, I think that's just so common sense. You know, if you had a poisonous snake, would you turn it loose in your child's yeah. bedroom? yeah. You well, know, oh, they I, told me they'd be careful. Yeah, they, they, they can watch Oh, they're very be, 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 yeah, yeah, careful about yeah. snakes. Oh, yeah. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah. Oh, they, I've taught them. I've taught them about snakes. I've taught them to be careful about yeah. how I snake. told them, don't you be messing with that
2: snake. Yeah. Yeah. So I think Patrick's idea is right. Okay. Uh, and in, uh
1: in uh, the U.K., be vigilant about what comes into your home. Let everyone know that all phones have to be available for checks as to content, including your own. Yeah. That's the scary thing about it. It's on the phones now.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know we don't have those smartphones yet, Jacob. I don't. Uh, but people do, and you can do everything on a smartphone that you can do on a computer. Yep. And uh, your kids
1: are gonna be carrying those things around.
2: You know one thing, and I think people have found this out, you know on your internet browser it keeps a history of where you've been. Yeah. Don't don't erase that history. Right. Let your wife see that history. Right. You know, right. let, let let your let your husband, let your parents see that if I found out that that on my child's computer, they they just they erased their, their viewing history. Why are they doing that? Yeah. Well, that's a red flag. Yep. Be, be perceptive of such things.
1: Yep. Um, okay. Um, well, I think you had it in your bulletin. I, I read it somewhere. The, the, the television uh, allows us to be entertained by people we wouldn't allow in our homes. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you exactly. You put that in there. Yeah. A, and and the same is with the Internet. You yeah. never let these people in your home, but you're letting them in on the television or on the Internet.
2: Yeah, we're just about out of time. Real quickly, ask, what can we do uh, among fellow Christians? I think we're concerned. We're all concerned about our brethren. Right. We want them to be concerned about us. We want to be concerned. How can we help each other? Uh, uh, Patrick says, be an encouragement to each other. Having some discussion groups or teaching at the church on the topics of marriage, relationships, sexuality, and so on can be helpful. In many cases, various kinds of sexual sins occur because of genuine ignorance. For many people, especially young teens, they never had but maybe one brief and awkward talk about sex from one of their parents, and it consisted of the bare minimum about where babies come from and a command to don't do that, Mm. especially when parents are too uncomfortable about sex to teach kids. It's a wide-open opportunity for Satan to make sure that children learn what he wants them to believe and what is always deceitful, dangerous, and full of empty promises. If parents, families, and societies don't learn the truth from those who profess to have the revelation of God through Jesus Christ, and where else will they learn it? In all, all likelihood, they won't. I think Patrick makes a good point. We, we've got to address. We, I mean, our children are being lamb blasted by this stuff. I mean, uh, full force. Right. And, and, and But we still want to tippy-toe around it and not talk about it. it, it it's a recipe for disaster.
1: All right. And uh, Chris says, I will repeat, And ac- about accountability, partners also have a climate of restoration, not condemnation, for no one, let alone men, will confess their need to help.
2: Yeah, you yeah. know, and know this goes to what Jeff was saying earlier. We need to, we need to, if if someone comes to us and says, "I got a problem, I need right. your help," then we right. should we we should be open and loving right. to that person and that need and address it. Right. Okay. All right.
1: Good comments tonight.
2: All right. I think in a very important topic. I think the statistics. If nothing else, the statistics bear out that this is a very important topic. We got to be aware. Of. Uh, all of us are in danger. Our children are in danger. We got to wake up to it.
1: Psalm 24, verse 3, along the lines you mentioned from Matthew, chapter 5, Who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord, or who shall stand in his holy place? He that hath clean hands and a pure heart, who has not lifted up his soul to vanity, nor sworn to see. got to have that pure heart. Exactly right. And it's uh, becoming increasingly challenging to do it, not impossible, maybe not even harder than it has been in the past, who knows, but it is still possible. Satan's got
2: him. some new avenues, though. That's all it and is. He's Dude, using is. The temptations are exactly the same. But he's using, uh, he's got some pretty neat new tools to play with.
1: Yeah, he's got some gadgets. Yep. All right, uh,
2: Jeff, thanks for being here tonight. Uh, Dad, thank
1: you for your time. Thanks, Jacob. And thank you for listening to the program. If you have any comments, again, we welcome them. Questions at collegeview.com. And we welcome your topic suggestions and your questions that could be, could, could be used for future editions of the virtual Bible study. Send those to questions at collegeview.com. We hope you make plans to be back here this time next week for another edition of the Virtual Bible Study. In the meantime, we encourage you to put God first in your life, study his inspired word in the Bible, and live by it every day. You'll never regret it.